Hey, it's Gary, Human Whisperer, Counselor Extraordinaire. Well, that's a little bit of a big claim, isn't it? Not really. Um, I'm just a normal sort of guy who's um, doing normal sort of things and hopefully getting that human whispering out there to help others. Well, that's the idea. That's the intention. Um, and we have an intention in our our daily lives, it kind of makes it a little bit easier to get from one side of the day to the other. How are we all? Um, it's funny, the first 40, 50 seconds you talk to yourself, and then all of a sudden we get about 150 people join, and it's so cool. It's like, hey, everyone's here now, everyone's here now. It's so cool. Anyway, I hope everyone's having a great day, and... Um, I hope that uh, whatever, you are, whatever you are, wherever you are in the world, that it is peaceful or in your mind it's peaceful or where you are right now it's peaceful and um, the world is, is in a better way. And here they all come. Welcome to my new new listeners, Hope, Allison, and Gogito. Gogito? Gogito. I'm not sure where that's from, Gogito. I... Um, my suggestions for everyone that joins is um, uh, to follow me, and uh, that way you get notified of all my future live casts and um, all my other um, podcasts. So there's about ten or twelve of them now, and um, they're really uh, starting to take uh, take speed. Uh, there's also things you can do to help me and help yourself and others is um, make comments in the community. Um, on pot on cast box and uh, give us a plug hopefully just a nice you have to say much just say hi listen to gary on human whisperer and he was really good <laughs> or oh, whatever you want to say and that's up to you guys I, I don't tell you what to do but um that's usually what it is those that are listening from home that are listening on these podcasts replayed we have around about four eight users at the moment eight people nine ten eleven that's just flying we have some people from all over the world Alex Taxis, we've got Christopher, Nichols, Julia, Giuliani. Oh, Julie Giuliani, interesting. I thought you'd be in the impeachment trial. Oh, my gosh, is, is that incredible? I'm, I'm so glad in the sense I live in Australia and we don't have to um, deal with the um, incredible politics of, of, of what's going on there. I, I feel for everybody in America who has to listen to, who have to listen to that. And if you like listening to that sort of stuff, great. And if you like hearing about it, that's great too. Um, uh, me personally, I'm not really into politics full stop. Um, it's, um, I, I don't know. It's a necessary evil, I suppose. But, um, I'm not here to talk about politics today. I'm here to talk about psychosomatic illness today. So we're talking about, um, how sometimes we, we manifest symptoms, um, physically and how they are um, um, thought through the brain's processes to be real. Uh, and there are some very simple things that we do that, that in, in which that happens. Um, and uh, that is um, quite an incredible area of, um, of counselling and psychotherapy where we, we talk about people's um, mental illnesses or, or issues they have, um, but there's obviously some inherent physical symptoms which are manifested through the incredible thing we call the brain. Um, 
and it's quite an amazing um, body that we have and um, I think it's quite fascinating excuse the noise here while I, I get myself organized I'm just putting my I don't have an official like a big microphone like some people have and all the fancy equipment and stuff like that I just have my my radio voice my um, mindfulness voice my Gary Derbyshire voice and uh, that's just what it is the human whisperer wow we, we've been on air the less than four and a half minutes and we already have 14 people I'd love to know where you're from if, if you're able to say hi I'm so-and-so or whatever your name is or if you don't have a name or just I'd love to know where people are in this beautiful beautiful world that we call earth so if you wanted to say hi, everybody, and, um, you know, tell me where you want, I'll, I'll, I can let people know that are listening to the podcast um, delayed or um, um, often I get people sending me messages saying, hi, Gary, love your podcast, but I couldn't listen to it live, so I listened to it um, in my bed uh, a couple of hours later. And that's cool. That's great. That's actually, it's quite cool to know that people, <laughs> I, I have listeners that listen to it on their way to work. I have um, uh guys that drive to work early in the morning or they're finishing shift from say a hospital or something or a, a fire a, a firehouse and um uh, they um they're listening on the way home with their um, buddies and police and a whole bunch of different people listen to this podcast it's quite incredible and i'm very very blessed we have 160 69 hearts and i'd love some more and i'd love more people to follow me we currently have around about 56 57 followers so it's not a huge amount but uh, it, it, it's it's growing organically i don't go pushing the actual podcast itself but i do um uh, encourage people to um to get involved and um come online and um say hi and uh, if you've got things to talk about we'd love to hear it um yeah, so it, it, it's a lot going on in the world. I'm just powering up my PC so I get my programming stuff up here for you guys. So this will be with me here as I fire up. Internet in Australia is not that fast. Well, it, it, it's <laughs> we could be a lot faster, but hey, you know, at least we have it. I guess we're blessed that we do have some sort of internet um, provider here. And I'm going to type in my note stuff here. So... How's everybody going? How's your part of the world? Um, how, how's America going? How's the weather? Oh, wow. Is that a boring question or what? Um, we have some crazy weather in Australia at the moment. I, I, I don't know whether people who are not in Australia are listening or have heard, but um, we have a lot of uh, bushfire um, concerns here in Australia. We've lost lives and we've lost property and we've lost livestock and uh, we have some amazing fronts. Um, we look at the, uh, the size of the, um, the rainforest in Brazil and the fronts that they've had there in, in, in burning off, or if you multiply that by, by five, six, seven times, that'll give you an idea of how big some of the areas are, um, are involved. Um, so I'm just going to type in, so let, let's let's start talking about let's start let's start the talk off and we'll talk about psychosomatic so psychosomatic refers to the physical symptoms that arise from the mind and they're influenced by emotions rather than uh, a specific organic cause in the body such as an injury or an infection often psychosomatic illnesses uh, originate from stress and and they manifest in the body um, um, 
and and, and other symptoms. So you know, people it's it, it, people might say, oh, she's hypochondriac, or she's hyper, she's she's always worrying about pains. So it, it what what, what so the, the, the term psychosomatic return really refers to the physical symptoms that arise from the mind. And, and as I said, they're influenced by emotions rather than specific, specific um, or, or an organic cause, which is like the body. Things like a, a having any infection or, or, or pain. Often, you know, a, a psychosomatic illness, it, it, it's, it's, um, it, it's usually from emotional stress or there's some stress in your life and, and then the, um, the pain will originate from that. And it, it, it's real symptoms and people feel real symptoms. There are a number of things that that can contribute to um, um, to psychosomatic illnesses, um, depression, um, especially when when the body's immune system has been weakened, um, and and any some sort of uh, you know sort of defence. Often, chronic stress is, is is it. I think most people have this funny misconception that um, that they're imaginary and and that they're all in the head. The the thing is, guys, that um, uh, psychosomatic conditions are real, and 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 uh, they they need treatment as much as anything else does, and um, they're the same as any other um, pain that people go. The problem is though, um, with people that have psychosomatic illnesses disorder, they often don't realise it, and and that's sad. Um, and it doesn't get um, managed properly. Um, there's a lot of social, you know, there's a lot of social stigma attached to psychosomatic illness as well, and that would also stop people from seeking treatment because they, you know, they think that people don't believe them. Um, and, and often when people do seek treatment, there's a stigma there as well. Even even in in medical communities and um, and the like. So it is quite interesting how. Um, how even in the medical industry, it's very hard because you work with the medical model, so you're trying to diagnose symptoms that are physically there and, and there's not a specific relationship to the mind and body and stuff. So it, it can be quite difficult. So let, let's let's think about, you know, the symptoms. So, you know, you might not have thought about, you know, the different ways that stress manifests physically, but, but it can, it's really helpful to, to know and recognise when you're under extreme stress. And, and it's it's really a lot to do with that fight or flight. Um, I just want to very quickly say hello to some people. Hi, Paul. Hi, Kurt, uh, Justin. G'day, he, uh, Haley, Roxy, and also um, to Anton, Ryan, and Lacey. I think you guys have joined recently. If you're on here now, please follow me. And you get all my live podcast notifications. You get a look at all my work and my podcasts too. And I often put links into things that I've been doing. So we're talking about the symptoms of psychosomatic psycho, um, illness. It's a big word, isn't it? Psychosomatic. So psycho being of mind, somatic being of the body. So mind-body illness. Um, what I want you to do, if, if, if you're... Um, um, let, let, let's see if you... Let's, you know, it sounds complicated, doesn't it? But there's actually a few things you can think about if you're under stress so i've got a little exercise guys so can we try this at home or in the car if you're in the car don't do it because you're driving and i don't want to cause any other issues if you're in the, if you're in the car if you're on the bus or you you're with your family or you even if you're in bed you're lying and relaxing to the human whisper counseling <laughs> that's so cool hey rick thank you for joining all those at home we have 14 listeners here now wow this is great 
Okay, so let's try this um, uh, exercise, and it, it, it helps you see how your sort of determines if you're maybe a little bit stressed out. Okay, so what I want you to do is is take both your hands. Okay, take both your hands. So just don't warm. Just take your hands. And what I want you to do is is um, take both hands and and touch your neck. We've all got a neck. Okay. Now, if you've got some issues with your neck, maybe don't choose your neck. Maybe choose maybe your face. We've all got faces, I hope. So do it carefully if you're able to. And what I want you to do is is touch with your hands. Put them on your neck. So just just put your hands on your neck. Just feel your neck as we do sometimes. Nice deep breaths. So so you're comfortable with it. And and if if your hands feel colder than your neck. It might be a sign um, that you're under stress. If your hands are warm, it might mean that you're relaxed. It might be a hot day too. It might be a hot night where you are. Um, but the body temperature is the body temperature, so it regulates itself quite well. So if 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 you um if you um uh, you know look at put your hands on your, how, how did we go i'm just going to ask a question because i know we've got a few people here did, did did people do the exercise please please say hi i'm just going to say hi hi guys how did we go did we oops did we go because not everyone's able to to do this and i totally appreciate everyone's diversity really. so how did we go with that guys did, did you put your hands on your neck or did they feel cold or did they feel warm? Don't don't get alarmed if your hands are a bit cold cold if if they are you know colder than your neck. It's, it's just an exercise to give you an example of of signs of stress. So you know stress is part of 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 um of of illness and it's part of um because the body's reacting the body's trying to balance and compensate for for what's going on. So the human body is quite an incredible machine. It, it is really incredible, and the brain just just does an amazing job to make sure the body works. It's just quite amazing. So um, there there are other look there are other things that are um, very much um, a part of stress, uh, signs of stress. Things like um, uh, racing hard. If you feel your heart racing, you know you might be thinking about something that's worrying you, and your heart starts racing. That that's another sign of stress. Uh, another sign of stress is is uh, sweaty palms. Uh, and and tense muscles too, and and that you know if you've been for a run or you've been for a walk and and and, and your your muscles are a little bit tense after that, that's 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 okay. But generally speaking, oh, another one too is um, if you've got butterflies in your tummy, we all know what that feels like sometimes. That's an anticipation, that anxiety that we sometimes feel, and uh, that that comes and goes. So you 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 get that weird feeling in your tummy. That's a stress indicator as well. But you've got to be you've got to be aware too. Um, Males and females, we're both different, obviously. So bodily signs of stress can be different depending on if you're biologically male or female. So, for example, um, uh, females or women might might report symptoms like fatigue, um, irritability, abdominal bloating, uh, and, and changes to the uh, menstrual period, which is often a sign. And that can be a sign of stress as well. Uh, and guys, well, we we might get chest pain. We might get increased blood pressure. And we get might might get changes in sex drive. Yeah, guys, get sick. For all the girls that are listening here, guys, don't always think about it. We do have changes in um 
in, in sex drives or libido. So just be aware of that. We're not all naughty buggers when we're not all naughty buggers all the time. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, it, 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 it's funny because panic is, is the symptoms of panic often can be racing heart, can be chest pain, can be increased blood pressure, can be a whole whole group of things, sweaty palms. So that's a sign of stress. And, and here's another thing too, guys, that, um, hi, hi, uh, Chucky, Chuck K. Is, is that a, is that a two name thing? Welcome, Chucky. Glad to have you. We're talking about psychosomatic symptoms and stress. So sit back and learn a few things. I hope you enjoy it because it's a lot of fun here. And please follow the host, guys. So that's just a tip. Follow the host so you can hear all my future podcasts. Then go back and listen to some other ones. We've got great content there. Okay. So let's talk about the um, the, the symptoms of stress by age. So we've got children. Children often display um, stress through um, in, in, in different ways. They... They, they, they display stress because they're still developing language, so they need to communicate. So often they will, they will, um, they will have tummy aches. Uh, and you know, if you've got kids and they get, you know, you've got to go and pick them up from school because they've got a tummy ache, that's often a sign of um, a somatic uh, stress, a little bit of stress. And 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 um, as they get a bit older, it, it, because a lot of changes go, puberty and and hormonal changes. Um, you know, you get teen angst or you get adolescent depression, things like that, which is obviously a sign of teen angst, uh, a, a symptom of teen angst. So if, if that's, that can be something which can be, um, uh, has an effect as well. Uh, as we get older, um, as we get older, we, 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 adults deal with, we, I guess, compounding factors like isolation, loss, grief, uh, and, and, and often, you know, as we get older, our body starts to slow down and, and, and break down. And, uh, you know, you can have other, I guess, chronic chronic problems with your health. So uh, it's really important that you know or understand the, um, the signs of depression in older adults. So I just want to very quickly go over that because we all have parents that may be with us. And um, things such as, um, you know... Um, lots of interesting things, feeling tired, feeling hopeless, feeling helpless, um, things that you normally are interested in, you're not interested in anymore. You know, older people may be having trouble working or sleeping or eating and functioning. Um, and they may feel a day after day after day. So, you know, um, it's really important as we talk about depression that we understand the symptoms. And just on just talking on depression now, we, we're still talking about um, stress and, and things which this can lead to depression. There are free look, there are there are there are there are a number of different types of depression. They're not just one label, you butte, I've got depression. This this I guess the free common ones are major depression and these are symptoms that interfere with your ability to work, sleep, concentrate, eat, enjoy life, you know. Um, you might only have any simple sin a single episode um, within your lifetime, but often you may, without realising, um, um, experience more than one. Um, then we have things like uh, uh, persistent depressive disorder, which is called dysthemia. So so that they are depression symptoms which are a little bit less severe than the major ones, but they do last for a long time, you know, at least two years. So you, you, you've constantly got those sort of feelings and thoughts. And it's not alarming. It's just something to be aware of, and and get some seek some help for it. That's why we have counsellors. 
And, and then you might have minor depression. Minor depression is having less severe than the major depression and, and dysthemia. They don't last too long. You might something you might go through um, that that doesn't help. Hi Billy, thanks for joining. Please follow the host, my friend, and you can listen to all my podcasts. And there's quite a few now. So I guess you guys know the signs. Do 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 you know the signs of depression? It has it's so many different symptoms, and as we get older, we we sometimes have more of them because of difficulties that we have. So the main symptoms of depression are okay. If you have them for more than two weeks and you're experiencing like maybe three, four or five of these um, symptoms, you may be suffering from depression. And those that are in the know, uh, yeah, it kind of is, um, but a good counsellor can know that. And that's where the psychosomatic comes in, Billy. So we've been talking about psychosomatic illness and, and things like that. So thank you for bringing up that point. It's, it's kind of hard to fake being depressed. Um, People that are generally have depression, you you can you can tell, um, but it's very very hard, and you can't tie everyone with the same brush. I guess that the idea as a counselor, as a psychotherapist, Billy, is is that we don't become judgmental. Well, if that's what you're doing, I, I can't tell you how to live your life. Um, but you know, just be very careful because the body and the mind has a has a quite a strange relationship. Uh, and sometimes things do manifest through that. So at the end of the day, you, you, it's a disservice to yourself. But, you know, that's not something I can I can help with. Um, just try and be you. You know, you're an awesome person, Billy. You are an amazing person. You are a, 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 a worthy person. Uh, you know, feeling the putting on a depression also means that you may have, you know, who knows what's going on in your life. Maybe go and have a talk to somebody about it, Billy. And, and um, you know, it's not about the benefit. It's about how you really, what do you really need? What is it that you need right now? And um, my my pleasure, Billy, my pleasure. Please follow me and, and, and please promote this to my friends. So I thank, sorry about the digression, guys. Thank you, Billy, for that awesome contribution. Um, I, I just want to, um, all these people coming online that I, I've just contacted. That's great. Um, yeah, share my podcast when you're here, guys, so that we get more people. So let's talk about the many symptoms of depression, So, including the physical ones. Um, so let, these are things that you need to know from a stress point of view. Thank you, Billy. Thanks for joining. Thanks for following the host, guys. Yay, another listener. Wow. Okay, so persistent, sad, anxious, empty mood. You know, you're feeling low. You're feeling persistently un, unwell or, or, or anxious about things that are happening. You may have a loss of interest in, in doing things that you like to do. You might like going for runs or you might like to uh, build things or whatever it is. Thank you, Billy. Um, you might feel guilt. You might feel worthless, helpless. Um, you know, you don't care about things. You couldn't couldn't give two hoots about stuff. Um, sorry for my accent. It's it, it's Australian English. So um, if you don't understand me, please ask me and I'll, I'll, um, I'll explain it or any other Australians on the site, you may be wanting to help out here. Okay, um, decreased energy, feeling slow and sluggish, often not wanting to get out of bed or, or, you know, difficulty concentrating, remembering, oh, making decisions, that's a, that's a tricky one too. Um, difficulty sleeping, early morning, awakening or oversleep, oversleeping is also a sign of um, uh, stress and depression. Uh, and that can be a real real concern. Thank you, Shogun. We really appreciate your um, love hearts. 
please follow unless you're already a follower. I think you are a follower. Thank you. Um, appetite. Um, and often, sometimes we might eat more because we, we feel sad or we feel low. We, we don't care and we just decide, oh, I'm going to eat. So that'll make me feel better. It's like a confident. Yes. Hi, Shogun. Thank you for joining. Please tell your friends and please share my podcast. The more people we can help, the better. So bless you, Shogun. Um, and I think you also have a podcast too. Shogun has a podcast, I think, guys. So check him out. Check him all out. Okay, enough plugging here, guys. Let's get on with it. Um, so thoughts of death and suicide or suicide attempts, they are um they are serious signs. And if you have any of those feelings, guys, I suggest honestly that you talk to your authorities in the country you're in. Australia we have lifeline, we have good Samaritans in England and, and also the US have um, uh, public health lines that you can call on the phone and, and talk to people but talk to somebody don't don't do nothing just talk to somebody um uh, restlessness irritability, irritability um maybe more moody than people than people are um and and that's can be an issue too and other things too you know we, we when you dep- when you may have depression on, on that you know aches or pains headaches Sometimes you might have like digestive issues as well, um, and and it doesn't go away even when you have treatment. There are a lot of common symptoms there, so you're probably thinking, "Oh my God, I don't have any energy. I'm feeling guilty today, and and um, I felt hopeless yesterday because I couldn't complete a task. Or I, you know, I I feel restless. Well, it's not that you you um you know uh, have that. Sometimes you know um, have normal reactions. So, for example, a normal reaction, you know, rather than being depressed. So, for example, we also say it's a grief or depression. So, grief or loss after um, a, a, a loss of a loved one is a normal reaction, and it doesn't really require mental health treatment. But, however, if if the grief lasts for a long time, or is um, severe, it might require treatment. It might require treatment, guys. So, be aware of that if you're grieving. Um, you know, we sort of talked about you know, different ages of people with depression uh, and, and the risk factors that are there. So, you know, mostly, you know, di- depression can be diagnosed in young adults. It can occur at any any age. Even young, young people can have depression. If you're an older adult, and this is really important because we have a, an aging population, especially in, in some of the more westernised countries, um, you... you if you're an older adult, you might be more at risk if you're a female. If you have a chronic medical illness, like such as um, you know cancer or diabetes or maybe heart disease, uh, if you're older and you have a disability, you sleep poorly, or you're socially isolated. A lot of older people live on their own, and they can be very lonely. And and being socially isolated is 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 a is a factor need to be aware of as well. Um. Other things to, to to be aware of, guys, in regards to depression, which again stems from psychosomatic illnesses, and it can be a symptom and can be something that is is manifested. Um, that you might have a personal family history of depression. Certain medication also change moods. If you have a brain disease too, you're also high susceptible uh, from a risk. There's a risk factor to use um, particular uh, medications that can induce um, uh, mood changes. Um, Look, the obvious ones are if you misuse drugs, if you if you um, if you have issues with um, alcohol and other drugs, and also if you've had a number of stressful life situations, such as late loss of, of your husband or, or wife or partner, 
divorce or, or having to take someone who, who take care of someone who has a mental uh, who has a chronic illness as well look there are you know there are ways to get help and and um talk to your doctor firstly medication um can help and obviously that's done through for your general practitioner um how do you deal with depression well I've, I've just been talking about that so dealing with depression there are so many ways but my first my first port of call uh billy would be to um uh talk to your doctor and and talk therapy can help uh psychotherapy which is what i do um talking to other adults is really important too there are many many therapies out there to help depression and it's commonly it is very treatable setting goals um Cognitive behavior therapy, um, problem solving therapy um, is really helpful, especially for older people. So you look at solutions to the problems that you're having and, and look at how you can work those out. I've had depression um, several times and I've worked through it uh, and I've changed things and uh, I'm in a much better place than what I was a few years ago. Look, sometimes um, people do complementary therapies. I mean, I'm a runner. I, I run bloody long distances up to half marathons and that's crazy but helping um running is actually a good exercise because it increases serotonin increases dopamine gaba all of those things which in, in encourage and promote well-being so positive well-being so all the good feel good chemicals come out when you exercise also yoga yoga is also um uh because it's a mindfulness exercise so mindfulness is is also helping you calm your mind and live in the moment and, and being present. So that's another way of doing it. And this this um, podcast, we often do meditations. I'll be doing one at the end of the, um, the podcast today as well. Um, but there are a lot of different therapies that are out there. My, my first point of call would be see what works for you. Talk to your GP, talk to your doctor, uh, uh, and, and, and talk to other people. But the main thing is, is, is not to let it worry you in a sense that you you recognize the signs and you think okay what do i need to do now what's the best way forward and it might be something simple as just changing your routine it might be something as simple as reading a book it might be something as simple as seeing your doctor saying hi i think i have depression what can i do what other what are, or even ring up one of your um um uh, providers um look severe depression um is is something that people experience and back in the old days we used to use what was called ect uh electroconvulsive therapy which not used as much these days um it is an issue uh, but people do use it um look beyond treatment beyond the treatment uh, uh, medication also helps sometimes I, I take medication and it's once a day and it helps with anxiety and i've been on it for a little while now and it it just regulates things it doesn't mean you're a something wrong with you if you take a little medication if it helps you get through the day fantastic things that are important for you to think about is is guys and and as billy said oh that's okay thank you that's okay billy so things like um try to do things that you used to enjoy before you had the depression so things studies sort of studies have shown that doing these things even when you don't expect to enjoy them can actually help lift your spirits but guys go easy go easy on yourself don't try and do it all at once so things like you know if you've got things to do break them up into small tasks don't don't, don't try and do too many things at once just focus on one thing 
as I've said, the most important thing too is that you can do with with these somatic stuff is you spend time with other people, talk to friends about your feelings. Don't don't bottle it up. The the other thing too is is if 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 you have a treatment plan with a psychotherapist or a counselor or a, a psychiatrist or whatever it might be, stick to the plan if you can. It does take time. It, it's not going to change overnight. Um, talk about the decisions with other people. Don't, don't make important decisions until you feel better. So if you've got something coming up, you know, really important, and you want to make a decision about something, don't, 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 um, um, you know, don't make those decisions. Look, if you're having difficult thoughts, and I say this with 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 careful words here, if you're having suicidal thoughts. Um, especially older people have those thoughts, or you're thinking about harming yourself or attempting suicide, people who are listening here, it's really important that you do tell someone immediately. Call your doctor. In America, call 911. Go to your nearest hospital emergency room. If you're in Australia, call Lifeline. Um, or, or just tell somebody. Talking is, is, is extremely important. Um... The, the National Suicide Prevention Healthline at 1-800-273-TALK um, and be connected to a counsellor near you. That's really important. Um, look, the, also, what can you do? What can you do yourself to help other people? And, and this is a really important part. And, and it gets, again, it's the same with people that have somatic illnesses. They don't think people believe them and they don't understand. And... They want to be. They want to feel worthy, and they want to feel that they're okay. So, some of the things that you can do, if you know someone that has depression, obviously, you know, you want them to try and see a doctor, someone professional. But as an adult, you can help them by offering support, understanding, be patient, be encouraging, keep track of their appointments with them. If they have a week, especially for older people, make sure they got their work, their pill box, and. Um, because often when you're depressed, you forget things. Your memory's not as good. It's not as sharp. It can be foggy. Um, make sure that they're getting to the doctors. Um, talk to them. And, and look, listen. Listen as well. Listening is really important. People want to be heard. Whatever you do, if someone talks about suicide, never, ever ignore it. That's very true, Billy. Thank you for the comments. Billy is our main contributor today. If anybody else has any comments or would like to say something, I'd like to come to the microphone, please say so. So the other thing, too, is never ignore comments about suicide or self-harm. You ha you really need to let, you know, let people know if someone's thinking about this or considering it. Talk to it and, and do it as soon as possible. The other thing, too, is, is, is invite them, him or her out for a walk. Uh, in, 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 if they can, that is, or, or if they're in a wheelchair or if they're in a disability, bring them out somewhere where they get some fresh air. Vitamin D is so important. Also, remind people that it is important. It is important. So they're important things to do. So we've been talking about, we talked about psychosomatic illness. We've talked about uh, symptoms of stress. And then we've talked about one of the following symptoms of stress, which um, which then becomes um, depression. Depression is 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 often uh, uh, something that's caused from stress. Hi, Malik. Thank you for joining. We're really glad to have you. So, 
stress, depression, and psychomatic illness. So they're all tied in together. So let's talk about coping. Let's talk about how do we cope with it. Well, you know, once you know how to recognize if you're stressed, as we talked about that that exercise before, you put your hands where you put your hands on your neck. Not that that's an indicator, but it's just it's just something. It's like a pressure cooker. Stress builds up, you know, um, and and it comes out of your body one way or another. The best you can do, best thing you can do is, I guess, learn how to uh, control control the vent, rather than just letting it find a weak point and explode. You know, so <laughs> I guess we talk about learning uh, and managing coping mechanisms to combat the stress. So, um, have a look at have a look at you know have you been if, if those here that are watching, they they those who have um, might have had stress lately. We all have levels of stress. How did you cope with it? Was it healthy? Was it unhealthy? So um, <laughs> there are some uh, unhealthy ones, like, such as drugs and alcohol or overuse of alcohol, uh, uh, you know, a heavy, heavy smoking um, and things like that. Um, there are a, a lot of things that can help um, uh, relieve stress. Um, exercise is good. Um, but the thing is recognizing the, the things, the coping mechanisms that don't, that, that don't help you. And um, and then learning to um, uh, look at stress relievers that you know that are free that go for a walk as as Billy just mentioned Billy's got a dog and it helps him get out of the house um, and, and that's that's cool if your animals are great um, stress relief when I was going through some issues not long ago hi Crosby thanks for joining and hi to the ID do me a favor and click on follow host and you can listen to all my podcasts and get live updates on a regular basis so um, join a support group. Um, learn relaxation techniques, and this is one of the things that I do here uh, in, in this podcast. And I do a, a podcast here, and uh, when I do, I do will do a mindfulness meditation in in a short while as well. Try to be honest with yourself as well. Make time for things you like, things you enjoy. Explore new ways to deal with stress, and let's have a look at some of those. Let, let's talk about some fun ways that helps relieve stress. So there are a number of things you can do. So um, play games, whether it's with a group or whether it's on your own, uh, whether it's online. Well, don't get too stressed online. Hi, Jada. Welcome. Um, thank you for joining my podcast. Um, I don't know if you're a follower. I don't think you are, but we'd love you to join our um, follow, fellow, follow, follow the host. And, and um, we, we thank you. Go back and listen to the beginning and you'll, we're talking about psychosomatic illness and stress and depression and how it all relates and how to cope with these things. And how to deal with it. So we're talking about right now. We're talking about uh, stress relieving games. So um, board games are great. Laughter. Go and see a comedy show or laugh at yourself. <laughs> Laughter is a big because it's a physical action and it goes through the whole body and the body sends out good feelings. Another thing is gardening. Who loves gardening? I'm hopeless at gardening. I I look at a plant and it dies. No joking, um, uh, I'm just not a gardener. But I like walking in gardens, and that can be quite um, uh, calming. Um, drawing. Now, here's something I want to talk about because I'm actually a an artist. Uh, I, I I haven't. Well, I've been an artist for about a year or so. I, I was unwell a few years ago, and I spent time in hospital getting well. And I'm going to put down my um, my blog site now and have a look at some of my artwork. And it's called Art of Darbs. So what it is, is that um, um, it um, shows my drawing. And why did I do it? 
I did it because I was in I was unwell and I was when I was in hospital I spent time in the art room and the the amount of time that I was in there when I wasn't in therapy or doing group activities or a whole bunch of things uh, I spent time in the um, art room and I learned to draw so drawing it sort of it doesn't matter what doodling serious sketching <laughs> painting whatever art is it's a really good distraction it helps you process things as well and you know what? It doesn't matter what it looks like. <laughs> it just it just really is a good thing to do. And, and, and you're not drawing for anybody else. So it doesn't matter what it finishes up like. You're drawing for you. So I draw every day. I often give my my art away uh, and it's helpful too. Um, music. Uh, it's it's a great distress reliever. Um, it actually It's actually used in hospitals um, a lot. Uh, music therapy is quite a big deal uh, it, it gives you distraction um, you know what Billy you probably can draw but it's not about what you can draw or how or what you turn out with it's about get, grabbing a pen a pencil a crayon or whatever it might be and taking the put and just learning that mind body connection put something on paper and while you're doing it, it allows you to it allowed, yeah, well, that's great. A stick man are cool. But the fact you actually drew, were able to do a stick man and think about what you were doing while you're drawing a stick man. Remember, Billy, and everybody else that's here, when you're drawing, you're drawing for you. You're drawing to express yourself. You're drawing to help things get out of that mind. And as you're drawing, your mind starts to wander and you might start to daydream and you start to calm. So try this exercise, and next time we have the podcast, I'd love to hear what you guys do, or even send it to me. Yep, <laughs> whatever you want to draw is what you want to draw, Billy. Billy just said, draw Stickman, maybe. And he also said, um, with little muscles and abs. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel calm, no worries, Jada. We look forward to you coming back. Please join. Um, oh, I've got people all over the place trying to join here. That's cool. Um, music. Music's huge, as I said. I, uh, I'm i a singer. I, I sing, and singing benefits massively. And, you know, it's not all about singing sad songs when you're sad. It's about singing happy songs when you're not sad or sad songs when you are happy. And it's not about making yourself feel sad, but it's there are a lot of endorphins. Um, I often get caught out singing wiggle songs on the way home sometimes a few years ago when my uh, I dropped my kids off. Look, other things that help relieve stress um, and, and the psychosomatic side of the things, sports. We don't, we don't, anything from, say, karate, taekwondo, um, any, any exercise or relax, relax, exercise relieves, helps provide, provides the endorphins. Um, it's a social outlet. It's it's a way way a way to release frustration, and it also has a um, healthy effect as well. Um, there are so many different ways of, of um, uh, doing different exercises. Whatever suits you. You don't have to run a hundred, you know, um, twenty one kilometers or, or thirteen miles like, like like I do. You can run five kilometers. You can run a kilometer. You can walk to the end of the swim back. Um, or if you're in a wheelchair, you can push a bit harder on the wheelchair in a walking frame just go out and do some walking on your frame outside with the fresh air it doesn't really matter as long as the main thing is you do some sort of physical activity going on holiday 
go for a walk somewhere that's somewhere different. Go and have a coffee somewhere. Um, meet people. Uh, things like that. So there, there are they. They are, are things that you can um, uh, do as well. So I hope I have I been helpful, guys. Uh, anybody else want to make some comments? We've got Billy and Jada making comments here. Uh, often people don't say much on here, and that's okay. Um, but it's nice that I'm glad that you're listening. Even a thumbs up or a love or a heart would be great. Just, just so I'll know that my voice isn't boring the crap out of you guys. And it's actually, you know, making an, um, an impact on, on what you do. So um, that that's really um, what, you know, uh, the topic of, of stress, depression, psycho, psychosomatic illness. So um, the the other thing about psychosomatic illness is, is understanding um, um, the the diagnosis. So you, you'll go to, to doctors and check the physical center. Generally, they check, they look for a physical explanation. There's no obvious cause. Obviously, they may 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 not be very easy. It might be very easy to come up with a diagnosis. Not that you're looking for a diagnosis. It's more, okay, what can we do? What sort of treatment plan can we do? I just got your message there, Billy. I love old music. I actually used to sing in a barbershop quartet here in Australia. Yep, I know. I know. In my 40s. Wow, can you believe it? Yeah, but it was fun and I enjoyed it. So, um, Often when your doctor can't see a, a clear physical cause for your pain, um, they may ask how you feel emotionally. And the idea is to find out what that source of stress and how it can be identified. And, and it can be treated. As I've talked to you guys now about different things that you can do. Hi, KK. How are you going? Welcome to my podcast. Don't know where you're from, KK, but I love your name. It's like saying KK, KK. Fantastic. Welcome. Please follow the host. If you can, if you want to, you'll enjoy it more. Trust me. Okay, so um, often we've got something that's psychosomatic um, or stress-related, which is manifesting physically. Uh, you know, you may want to have a talk to a psychologist, um, and then learn how to about learn about strategies and tools on how to manage these things more effectively. Uh, it can take time, as I say. The main thing is is knowing how to treat the physical pain and the other symptoms. So you might have pain in your neck. Learning how to cope with 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 those triggers is, is 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 part of the way of helping you we know that you know this can help from happening and, and we also know that the pain is not only in your mind and that's what you need to understand might start in your brain stress can cause and this is what happens is the stress in your brain causes the chemicals in your body to produce inflammation and that's what illness is illness is all about inflammation in many many ways so use anti-inflammatory medications if that's possible as well. You may also think about uh, massage or uh, physical therapy. Massages are good any time of the day. We all love massages unless you're in, in a very difficult situation. So once you recognize these things, these coping skills from stress and the psychosomatic side of things, it's really about how you cope. And, and, and we've talked about different things on, on, about coping mechanisms and how to avoid managing your feelings, um, and, and how to help, help help move forward. So that's really important. So you know things like you know um, healthy coping things like confide in a friend, join a group, learn relaxation techniques, guys. Uh, make time for leisure. Um, uh, take a break from what you're doing if you're stressful. If you're working in the, in the office and you're getting really stressed and you're feeling it physically, get up away from your desk, walk away, and and just 
breathe nice breaths and um, also to healthy sleep healthy diet um, sleep hygiene is something I've talked about quite a few times on the podcast and it is also quite important too so look also too relationships can be quite stressful learn learn to let let go of difficult patterns of thinking um, that are unhelpful uh, grudges and judgment and things like that and worrying about what other people think of you and that's easier said than number because that's a whole new topic with anxiety and we'll talk about that another time but important to understand that um you know try doing something for somebody else so people that may also be you might notice that they got symptoms that you might be having see what happens when you help them and uh and that's really good but really importantly, make sure you do something for you as well. Now, the really big important thing here, guys, before I sort of close up on this topic is remember, everyone everyone handles stress in their own way. Two people in this group that have the same stressful issue or situation, you will, you will both handle it very differently. So, guys, when you start to understand um, the way your unique stress affects you uh, emotionally and physically, <sighs> you can work out on developing healthy and effective ways and, and more better ways of doing it. Um, and, and, you know, there is a lot of information out there on the interweb and a lot of things that can help you. So I, I, would, I would recommend and suggest have a, have, a, um, have a look at it. The last thing I want to say about this is is um, it the the, the understanding psychomedic illness. The really thing is to is your willingness to let go of what isn't working for you. Accept that you are human, and you know allow yourself to be human. Embrace that you're human. You're not perfect. Be willing to, you know, maybe do a little bit of work, and that might be hard. It might be, it might not be easy. It might be, maybe getting up early. It might be going out. It might be, you know, doing things that are a little bit different or foreign or, or a little bit scary, in some respects. Allow yourself to feel your emotions, guys. So, you know, if you're feeling stress, you know, when you're going to do some work, you're going to bring out emotions that you may not be used to feeling, or you may not have had for a while, and then it might be hard to confront. You know, you might need to, you know, um, uh, get rid of some of your expectations of old guilt or old fears or old worries or old concerns or the should have, would have, could have, you know, and, and maybe in some way give up that control. We all like to have control in a certain sense. We don't always go with the flow. So all those should have, would have that have been guiding behavior, it, it's maybe just letting go of them. And you know what? Expectations are also a big thing too. I know this. We all have big. Ex- I'm one of them. My gosh, my always have high expectations. I have to sometimes pin myself back. Say, Gary, it's okay not to finish. It's okay not to do this. It's okay not to have a hundred threads. So remind yourself it's okay to, to fall short of these goals. And and look, guys, as long as you're trying and you you're doing your best, um, you're, you're identifying stress in your life. You know. It's really important. You, you, you may realize <laughs> that, that that big source is, is, is what yourself. So it, it's really important that, that, we, that we look at those key things. And if you really are 
in, in a depressed situation. We've talked about those signs, how to cope. We've talked about relieving the stress and we've talked about um, getting help and where to get it. So it's really important that you do that. Okay, so that that's our topic that we spoke about today. We have 15 people online right now and I would love to hear hear from people. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. For those that are listening from home in the replay, um, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to open it up to the forum. And I'd love, maybe, um, would, would Billy, or, or um, Billy's been, been doing a lot of words here, and he's been contributing. Would Billy like to come? Would Billy like to come to the microphone and have a chat and talk about um, uh, whatever he wants to talk about in regards to the topic today? Or would KK like to come and say hi and talk about things that they've been listening to about today? It really is valuable that we're able to talk to each other in this sort of forum. And, and it's, this app that we use here on um, CastBox is quite helpful to be able to do that. And, uh, yeah, we've had a couple of new people join. Thanks, Supercell. You're too deep. Wow. Okay. Um, how deep is deep? You're amongst people here that hopefully don't judge, and if they do, it doesn't matter. Billy, you are able to speak freely, and it doesn't matter if it gets deep. Um because we're here for you and we're here with you and we're here to allow you um, that room. But hey, no pressure, my friend. No pressure. Um, we're all human. And the last thing we want to do is put people under pressure. But if Billy wants to say good day or hello, say hello. I'm going to follow you, Billy. Is that okay? That's a beautiful profile picture. Is that you or is that your daughter or is that your sister or, or is it Billy? Anyway, Billy, I think you're awesome. I think you're absolutely awesome. And if you want to ask stupid questions, you can ask stupid questions as well. Here we go. So I've added Billy. Yay! Wow, beautiful. Okay, Billy, we're, we're, uh, I won't put any pressure on you, but we'd love to, we'd love to talk to you. and We'd love to have a chat to you for a few minutes. Say hi see what you've been up to, see how you're feeling, and, and maybe talk about some of the things that you've been, um, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't sure it was you and I, thought, oh, she looked a bit young to be on the podcast, but that's okay. Um, anyway, so, um, so guys, what do you all do to cope with your own stress? What, what sort, do you guys have any stress coping mechanisms, as we've spoken about? Do you run? What, what, what makes you, what makes you manage or cope with stress? I'm going to leave it for a couple of seconds here, so give you guys a bit of a think. And I'll put some background music on of my voice. Do, 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 Michael Bublé. Do, 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 Smoking marijuana. <laughs> Thanks, Supercell. That's cool. <laughs> the topic tonight is psychosomatic illness and how we cope in stress. And uh, looking at depression and how that affects stress and how we can cope with um, dealing with stressful situations and how they manifest in the brain. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't doubt you, Siri. I don't doubt you're not serious. I don't judge people here. This isn't a forum for judging. It, if you smoke marijuana, you smoke marijuana. I, I don't judge you for that. 
um, it is what it is. Um, I'm not going to spend an hour and a half talking about the uh, negative things of marijuana or the positive things of marijuana or medical cannabis. Um, I'm People do what they do. I have no issue. Um, if that helps you calm, that helps you calm. Um, and you make your own decisions in, 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 in smoking marijuana. That's, that's your business. Um, nobody, uh, condones you for it in the sense that they don't disagree with what you do. They agree with what you do. I think that's, that's your, that's your view. And that's okay. That's, you go and see a counsel psychologist, if you smoke marijuana, you smoke marijuana. Um, obviously we talk about that and, and, um, uh, how it affects you and how you may be dealing with the, um, effects of the marijuana or the cannabis and that's fine too but um yeah we all have different ways of coping some healthy some unhealthy what other what what other things people guys do here uh, is anybody are there anybody is there anybody here who runs are there any runners in the group here uh, i found running to be invaluable it is one of the major things that pulled me out of a psychosomatic illness uh, depression a number of years ago and i at the age of 50 did my first half marathon so I trained for about four or five months or more, actually, uh, to get to the level where I could run the distance of 13.5 miles, which is about 21 kilometers in metric. And, um, yeah. Oh, good on you, Billy. <laughs> so that's, that's, <laughs> that's really good. Billy, you, are you, Billy, are you in America? Are you in the U.S.? <laughs> Run to the alcohol store. Well, I guess you. Oh, I'm not going to talk about the rewards of running. <laughs> as long as it's a long way away and you don't drink while you're running, it's uh, dear. And as long as you don't have too many drinks on the way back or when you get back, it's. I guess you know it's all part of moderation. Uh, everything's moderation. Oh, oh, New Zealand! Wow, everybody! I want you to understand that um, Billy, Billy Robinson. He's a Kiwi. He's from New Zealand. I spent, um, I've spent some time in New Zealand, everybody. New Zealand's near Australia. For those in America, New Zealand is um, east of Australia, and New Zealand is not part of Australia. New Zealand is part of New Zealand, okay? And also that Tasmania is part of Australia, and it's not part of New Zealand either. Awesome, eh? So, Billy from New Zealand, um, uh, are you Maori background, or you're, um, you're, you're a white uh, New Zealander? Hi, Thomas. Thanks for joining. Please follow me. Um, so um, New Zealand, um, as, as um, Billy, Billy said, he's New Zealand and he runs the alcohol store. This guy's doing well already. Um, so I don't talk very well in a New Zealand accent, but I can get it out when I want to, eh, bro? Because New Zealand accent is a little bit different to your English accent because it sounds a little bit like you're talking fast, but you're slowing down at the same time. And it comes out, and sometimes you can sound like a South African, but it's not always the same. Billy, whereabouts in New Zealand do you live? Wow, I think moving to New Zealand for me would be a massive coping skill, a coping mechanism. I've, I've spent, oh, maybe three, four weeks in New Zealand over different times, and I've been to Dunedin, I've been to um, Port Chalmers, I've been to Akaroa, Christchurch, um, Wellington, uh, Picton, um, I've been to Napier, and I've been to Taranga, and Auckland as well, and I've been to Wanganui, yeah, Wanganui, 
Uh, New Zealand's the most beautiful place. Guys, just on a side note, if you ever go to New Zealand, you will calm very quickly. That's okay, buddy. Awesome, eh? So um, we're just asking where you are from, uh, buddy. Uh, 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 we're just asking where you're from, Billy. Uh, whereabouts in New Zealand are you from? And are you related? Are you uh, Auckland? Ah, oh, so you're Auckland warrior, dude. Oh, that's awesome, hey. Um, one of my best friends is Billy. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um, uh, Auckland is a, a beautiful part of the world. Um, you can't see this, but I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing a T-shirt, um, and it says Auckland Sky Jump, 192 meters. So just to let you know, everybody, I've bungee jumped 192 meters from the top of a tower, a bit like CNN Tower, uh, in New Zealand, in Auckland. And I did the jump. And talk about stress and coping mechanisms. It was a crazy, crazy jump. I totally loved it. And I swore all the way down, and that released my stress. So that's awesome. I spent time in, um, yeah, well, I thought I'd never do it as well. And then somebody signed my name on a dotted line, and I had to do it. And they'd already paid for it. But anyway, so... Um, um, the thing about, um, the Kiwi people and especially the Maoris, the Maoris are, um, their blood, their, their, their heart, their soul. I've met so many Maoris and I've found them to be the most kind people and the most soulful people that I've ever met in my life. And that's not to say that everybody in the world is, is, is not like that. We all are. Um... Um, many from the people I've met, the Maori people in New Zealand, which is the indigenous race of New Zealand, um, I found that they've all been very, um, very happy and quite easy to talk to, and very loving and very family oriented, and and that diversity in culture has also rubbed off on everybody else in New Zealand as well, and I think it's very awesome, a eh? because it, it's so important that we do that, bro. Okay, so. I'm sorry about my New Zealand accent. It sometimes just drops into a New Zealand accent, even though I'm English. So we can learn from the indigenous cultures and how they deal with stress and how they look at things differently, how they can be calm. Um, we look at Buddhists. We look at the Buddhist religion and we look at people that are from Thailand and how they deal with stress and, and living in different situations. I can imagine, guys, if you live in New York or L.A., um, or London, um, and I know we have listeners on here that follow me that are from those areas, and living in big cities can be stressful. So using coping skills and mechanisms which will allow you to calm are really important. Well, we've gone over the hour. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a um, mindfulness meditation now for everybody, um, and, and I hope that you have enjoyed listening to my podcast today. If you have enjoyed, please follow, follow the host, and you'll get notified of all my uh, my live podcasts. But also, you can listen to all my podcasts that are here. I have a number of pre-recorded um, podcasts that are mindfulness ones, or just topics that I've spoken about. So please follow the host. I'd love to have more listeners because what it allows us to do is allows us to get it out there. Um, the only, the other thing you can do is go into the community. Um, go into the community website and, and make some comments about what you've heard, if they're good, bad, or indifferent. One, it helps me improve. Two, it helps other people hear the good things that we do here at Human Whisperer. 
and 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 it's just nice to share and uh, we really appreciate your feedback um we have around about 60 people um as followers now and it would be really nice to have a few more um because from little things big things grow and we could be the biggest tree on the planet one day or the biggest podcast and knowing that we're helping people and every one of you are helping people by by following me and then uh promoting me so you may help somebody who might be in despair or distress that just wants to have a listen to something that helps them feel better about themselves. And at the end of the day, guys, if you are listening and you do follow, I, I know it'll help. Anyway, I'm not going to go plugging on about me, 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 because that's not what this is about. Let's do a podcast. Uh, let's let's do a mindfulness meditation. So, guys, if you're listening now, and I don't know where you're listening, whether you're sitting down, whether you're lying in bed, whether you're in your car, whether you're on a train or a bus, whether you're sitting in a lounge room with your loved one, whether you have your headphones on, whether you're studying. If you're studying, this could be perfect time to take a break. I'm going to do a mindfulness meditation. And it'll probably go for about 10 minutes. And if you can't stay for all of it, that's fine. Um, but come back and listen and maybe earmark the time that we um, we do the, podcast, the, the mindfulness and I'll put a marker on it and tell you this is when we're doing it. And then you can come back and have a listen to it. So thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thank you for all your comments and the few people that decided to follow me. I'm so grateful. Please share my podcast out into the internet and, and, and let's share some kindness to everybody and give some people some help where they need it. That would be so awesome. Thank you, Super Self, for following. You're an awesome person. Okay, we have 16 people here at the moment. So how about we all take a nice deep breath sitting comfortably the time is 105 one hour and five minutes so 105 is to write down to say we're starting the med meditation mindfulness so one hour and five minutes that is the time marker for you so i want you to sit down and loosen any clothes that are a little bit tight if you're lying down Lie with your legs a little bit apart from each other and your arms by down your side or in whatever comfortable position you find yourself in which helps you relax. And I want you to just for the next couple of seconds of deep long breaths in and deep long breaths out okay google play meditation music okay here's a spotify playlist called this is meditation music zone okay google turn it up okay google turn it up Okay, now that you've taken a few deep breaths, let's do some brief exercise. So what I want you to do is count in three and hold and release for five. So in, in breath, nice deep breath. Hold for three. One, two, three, and release 
Nice deep breaths like you're blowing out through a straw. Okay. Another deep breath in. Three. One. Two. Three. Hold. One. Two. Three. And breath out. Okay, Google. Louder. <laughs> Okay, as you're doing that, if you can close your eyes, please close them now. What I want you to do is think about a happy moment in your life. A moment that's made you feel worthy. A moment that's made you feel happy. A moment that's allowed you to feel loved. It could be any one of those moments. And what I want you to do is to stay in that moment. While you're in that moment, if any other thought process comes to you, I want you to imagine that negative thought or that negative feeling on a leaf, on a maple leaf. I want you to imagine that maple leaf in your mind with that negative feeling or that negative thought that's stopping you from thinking the positive thought. Imagine you placing it on a river, on a river stream, and what I want you to do is say to that negative feeling, I embrace your feeling. I accept that is the feeling, but I choose not to own it right now. What I want you to do mentally, and very quietly in your mind, place that negative feeling or those thoughts on the little stream and watch it go by. And watch it float away. And from here on in, any negative feeling or any other distract, distraction that comes to you, very, very kindly and calmly, in the imagination that you have, place that thought on the leaf and allow it to flow down the river and out and away from your mind. Okay. I want you to imagine you're in a really calm place now. You can hear the water in the background. The water's lapping. And you can hear the water and the rain and the birds and beautiful music. And I want you to try and imagine the warmth of the sun on your back as you're thinking wonderful thoughts about who you are, how wonderful you are, how kind you are, how worthy you are, how you love yourself. 
If you can't think of all those things at once, just choose one word that makes you feel good about yourself. Just one word, one thought. So while you're in this happy place where there's beautiful water flowing and water lapping on the water, on the beach or the stream, I want you to feel that you are there right now. It's your safe place. It's your happy place. It's a place to make you feel good about yourself. It's a place to go in your mind where you can feel at one with yourself. Where even just for a moment, the stresses of the day or the night or the stresses of your work or the stresses of your pain you might be feeling right now can be managed and are not there while you're in this place and that your mind can think I am now in a place of peace I'm now in a place of happiness I'm now in a place of tranquility so have a look around what do you see what do you think is it a beautiful place are the trees what color are they are they plus are they animals if you see an animal go over to the animal or imagine an animal a puppy dog, or a pussy cat, or a llama, or an elephant, whatever animal you're attracted to in your mind. And go over, and what I want you to do is embrace it, give it a big hug, a big hug. And what I want you to do is feel the love. And the energy that you share with this animal, this animal in your mind, this spirit in your mind, this animal spirit. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Do you feel better? If you don't, then maybe, maybe you need to, maybe give this animal a bigger hug. A bigger squeeze. And I want you to imagine just ah, deep breaths in and pushing it out. Ah, allowing the tension to be released through the hug, through the imaginary hug. And another breath out ah, as you're doing it. So imagining you're giving a hug to an animal in your mind in this wonderful place that you go to to feel good about yourself and to feel wonderful because you are wonderful you are worthy you are awesome and you are perfect okay when you're happy and you've given the the animal a big huggy a big squeeze and you've allowed that tension to release I want you to Give yourself a little hug. 
Just put your arms around yourself as you say goodbye to that animal which is now kindly walking away in your kind, friendly, happy place. And I want you to now just give yourself a hug. And I want you to repeat after me. I am worthy. I am awesome. I am enough. I am perfect. Just the way I am. Right here. Right now. Okay. Looks like you've had a great time in this wonderful place. And it's time to say goodbye. So what I'd like you to do now. Is to imagine the memory in your mind of this place. And say goodbye. Knowing that you can come back to this place at any time. And help relieve that stress. And help relieve the pain. The emotions. And knowing that when you come back to this place. Your chosen animal will be there to greet you. And you know, you will feel loved. You will feel worthy. And you will feel awesome. Just by being there. So as the birds are whispering in the background, Say a last goodbye to where you are. And very...